So, hi everybody. Uh, I'm Jane Boyd, as you know, co-founder of uh, How Bright Can You Shine? And I'm absolutely honoured and delighted to welcome Sue Gilstrap to our interview chamber today. Hi Sue and welcome. Thank you so much hi. for agreeing to be part of our uh, interview series. Uh, yeah. Sue's a member of ours. She's a very active member and Sue has a huge vision, which I am so excited to be part of in a way so uh, I'm, we're going to be digging deeper with Sue and finding out all about that vision and all about what got her there in the first place and, and where she's heading next. So Sue first thing to ask is uh, can you just give us a mini biography of yourself please? Um, okay wow all right <laughs> I was trying to think about that I was like what what do I say so <laughs> I've been married um, 36 years um, to my husband, Rich, we have eight beautiful children. Um, I still have two teenagers in my house. <laughs> oh, what but I, They are uh, 16 and 17. Wow. Right now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so those are my babies. Those are my yeah. babies. Um, my oldest is 35. Wow. So, yeah. And I have um, six grandbabies currently with one more on the way oh <laughs> this God. year. That's lovely, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So um, they're spread out. I currently have a daughter um, on a missions trip in South Africa. Yeah. So, that's, that's, yeah. We, that's kind of how we met, isn't it, in a way? Yeah. 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 So um, all my children up to, she's number six, all my children up to her have done missionary trips yeah. to other parts of the world. <laughs> so. I know, and I know fun. you said to me recently when I said to you, don't you think it's coming up to your turn? And you said, oh, I'm just too busy. And I thought, oh, I'm sure we can persuade to come and do some work with us yeah. in Swaziland at some point. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah. So uh, the, the next question is, um, so what or who do you have a heart for helping? Um, you know, all people. My... Basically, I really want people to live on purpose and with a passion. And it, the, my biggest issue is seeing people just live in a mundane life and no drive and no passion and no vision. So, but um, one of my really big heart things is um, single moms and their children. Um, and I guess children and young people are huge huge on my top list yeah so yeah okay so those so people <laughs> children and young people yeah so, the next question and this is i'm so excited for you to reveal <laughs> this so what's your vision for your voluntary work and how did you come up with it so um i mean for the last i don't know 25 years or so my husband and I have wanted to start um, a place that would not only house, but train um, single moms with children, either coming out of abusive situations or drug or homelessness or situations like that. Um, and just give them, don't just hand out stuff, but give them a hand up and living a better life and helping them find their passion and their purpose in life and to really train um, 
their them how to raise their children so we break that cycle of staying you know the family staying where they're at so um currently i'm working with my pastor to start on a small scale in our church um opening up our church during the week and um meeting the needs of um especially homeless moms with children um and bringing community around them and and getting them to the next level giving them a step up so yeah that you want you want me to tell you the next step (laughs) (laughs) the next step is the brewery i mean that's what um actually when i lived in oregon um in the united states um i keep forgetting this is worldwide (laughs) oregon in the united states which is on the pacific um coast uh i i found an an abandoned hospital that we wanted to turn over into this project and when we moved up to washington um there is an old brewery complex that has um I believe there's six or seven buildings to it, large, very large, that I, when I saw it, um, I just felt um, that I was going to have it and turn it into a complex that not only had businesses that funded the the whole thing, but also mm-hmm. trained the moms in a vocation, or at least give it, gave them an ability to get into the the world in a a workforce and also have a place for them to live and also have training and uh, counseling to get them either out of drug abuse or abusive situations or um, I, I've also like traffic girls um, like get those in there and and bring them through healing which takes counseling and stuff so all three of those things to bring them in and have housing for them have counseling, help them take next steps, figure out what the next step is, and train them. And that's a God-given vision, right? Yes, it is, definitely. And it's just beautiful, (laughs) isn't it? I'm like, (laughs) I so wish that you were in my city. (laughs) Because we would just be like, okay, that's fine. Can we have an office? We're going to come and work with your ladies. love it. That is just amazing. Um, well, my my vision for the last several years is have them in major cities around the world, um, wow. complexes like these. So that's always been my vision for the last twenty years. <laughs> I don't know how to get it off the ground. I've talked to a lot of people, and they're just like, "Okay, that's really big." <laughs> <I'm> like, yeah, <laughs> somebody help me. So yeah, that's and how that's to great, do it. God, so. God's bigger than that, isn't he? He can do yes. it. Yes. <laughs> yeah yeah that's excellent so um how did you feel when you first kind of got that vision and decided it's what you wanted to achieve you know how and how do you feel now about it um you know like 20 25 years ago I was very excited and very um I don't know if it's innocent or naive (laughs) it's like (laughs) we're gonna do this and just like it's just gonna happen kind of thing you know Mm -hmm. and just really um praying into it i i did take steps to learn um i've done a lot of counseling and training counseling and um things like that um help people on the ground right then 
um, many homeless women or women in abusive situations with children um, and got them into what was happening then, not my place, but other programs that were happening around me. Um, So very excited and just felt like it was going to happen. Now, some 20 years later, I've always worked with uh, women and children and um, women coming out of either drugs or abusive situations and a lot of children. Um, But the big step is like, okay, (laughs) I need help to do this (laughs) because it's just not uh, going off the ground. And I, you know, I, I see others around me doing these big things. And I'm like, I, I don't know how they're achieving that. <laughs> I don't know exactly how, because the complex, the uh, brewery complex, I think right now it's a, around $28 million. And then it has to all be updated. So another several million to get it updated into what I would want it to be. <laughs> Gosh, so it's not a drop in a bucket <laughs> no and then so, you've got to yeah. run it after that as well haven't you right yeah 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 huge huge it is huge yeah but so, so what this can yeah. be done can't it? <laughs> I, I try not to say the number part so i'm like yeah. okay let's just not look at the numbers part <laughs> let's just do it just ignore <laughs> that part <laughs> so i know that you said that one of the things you've done is you've kind of got yourself some counseling skills but what other steps have you taken towards this you've clearly checked out how much it's going to cost to buy right anything else um for the exact brewery part or for the ministry overall i suppose for the ministry overall um I mean, I, I guess I've done a lot of training, um, like through several different counseling, emotional counseling, spiritual, um, life coaching. Um, I have a lot of different licensing, um, for those situations. I've also actually worked with the people. So I know actually things not to do <laughs> Right. Yeah. what works, what doesn't work, what just enables them and what gives them a step up um so actually just put those skills um immediately into practice yeah um so i could learn um from that so you know and volunteered a lot of my time with those with um doing the counseling and 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 such over the years so we've also had a lot of people in our home living in our home (laughs) and things like that too (laughs) so yeah and did you say to me that you're you're just converting your garage into somewhere that people can stay as well so my vision with that we're working on right now and i'd like to actually go uh, community-wide um is to talk to people and if they have a garage or an extra building on their property that we can make into a small temporary studio for housing for homeless mom and kids, or even just for them to come and clean up, stay for a rest period. Um, many of them are really leery of going into a place. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They're very um, unsure of 
what motives are of people that are trying to help them. Yeah. So, but um, I would like to, um, I'm getting it all lined up um, to actually, and actually our county just um, made this deal. If you are making over your garage or a small building on any property, they are cutting the permit fee cost um, and doing a bunch of other stuff with costs and things because our homeless problem is so terrible. So if you will um, allow, you know, a homeless person right. to be housed for temporary, they are doing that. So um, working with that, my husband does, um, that's what he does. He actually manages um, three apartment complexes. Um, so he knows how to turn over properties. And then my son um, is getting his contracting license. Um, so anyway, working with those two and turning over these properties um, into temporary um, housing for women, either in abusive situations that need to get out or um, home. There's a lot of people living in their cars, especially the moms with kids are typically living in a car. Oh, um, so uh, we're not, we're not reaching out to the um, they're out there because they just do drugs and they want to be there. Yeah. Um, that's a whole different people. And so yeah. that's not who we're trying to reach. We're trying to reach the moms with kids and I mean, even families, typically it's just a mom with kids. I mean, it, that's what we see a lot here. Um, yeah. So trying to, and, and getting them, we also have, you know, either in abusive situations or um, something like that, that they need to get out of quickly and they need temporary housing for. Mm -hmm. oh. So anyway, I'd like to, I'd like to do that. We're starting in our church. I'd like to um, talk to other churches in the area and see people. There's a lot of people who have their, original house that they lived in when they raised their children and now it's just the two of them and they have a ton of space yeah you know or, or things so you have to be careful and you have to know you know who you're bringing in and stuff but you can also do it so that those places are there's a door that's locked and it's you know not free to come into your home and stuff so that's what we'd be yeah doing. and i guess that that would the mom would feel safer that way as well yeah she? and her, right the children yeah yeah wow so yeah. There's, there's a lot a lot already been done and being done that yeah. kind of helps you to i suppose learn what needs to happen when you get to the brewery stage and yeah also, um, yeah. gets you in touch with and connecting with people who might be able to influence funding from you know governmental sources I guess is there so I I'm not that's the thing I don't know how to do it um at all I'm no. I'm just clueless in that no. arena um so um yeah the funding part is just it has always been that the issue for me I don't know how to approach that or who to approach <laughs> or um you know I've, I've looked up some grants and stuff and the other thing with this property is the it's a very historic um the Olympic uh, Olympia Brewing Company is very historical and started here like way back 
when early 1900s. So um, there, there's a lot of stipulations on the property. Yeah, I can imagine. But so you know, I don't know about the US, but I do know a little bit about the UK. And um, and I think, well, in the UK, definitely, there is government funding in what we call heritage funding. So, um, you know, you do, you're doing up a building that's got some kind of historical importance in the, in it, in the area. You get some extra money. So, um, but it's a very complex thing. And I, th and I know that you kind of need to know what words to use in order to be able to press the right buttons so right. that the money starts to flow. So I'm guessing that it's a similar thing where you are. And, yeah. and hopefully this is where How Bright Can We Shine comes in. So do you want to just tell us a little bit about, I, I know this were early days, aren't we? But what your hopes yeah. are for, for your project with How Bright Can We Shine? Um, so do you want me to tell you about the brewery or the church part? Probably the, the brewery. Small part? The brewery. The brewery. Okay. Yeah. And, and so what Karen was saying, which made a lot of sense to me, because I couldn't wrap my head around how people around the globe could be a part of this project. Yeah. Um, but what, what Karen was saying to me is that, I mean, knowledge, of course, and I need that. Yeah. <laughs> I need the knowledge and especially the legalities and the, uh, the funding and that yeah. kind of thing. Um, so the brewery and what my hope for the brewery is to have, they have this one building that I'd like to turn into businesses that will train up the women. Um, and, and if the kids are old enough to work that too, but to train them up in a vocation or in just out of work. Yeah. Um, and that will also fund some of the whole thing. Um, I, I also want to have one of the buildings as housing. They're like, not so much skyscrapers, but they're probably eight to 10 floors, I would say. Yeah. The, the taller buildings. Um, so one of those as housing, temporary housing, like, I don't know. I, I just threw out the number like six to eight months and then get them into, there's a lot of properties. So I would want to buy, build tiny homes. That yeah. would be their next step in their individual home with their kids and then help launch them into the community um next step help them rent a house or get into a house somehow so just take them through those steps so um with the community i could see you know uh, needing information needing wisdom knowledge if anybody's done something like this um yeah. the funding the, the things i need to step through um with that um one of the things that has really made me stuck is this thing with the, the stipulations on the project. I mean, on the property, um, yes. because it was a brewery. They definitely want to have a brewery in there um, in part of it somewhere. And, and then there's just some stipulations that they say this has to happen. Yeah. Um, so that's some of the things I don't want the uh the town and the county to have their hands all over like oh you can't do that you can't do this yeah. you know it, that's that's not allowed kind of thing so i'd like 
all that wiped away. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I mean, or just have it in the oldest part. And you said send you some pictures. I'll send you some. But um, there's yeah. the oldest part that's that's almost 200 years old. And then there's newer parts that are more like 70 or 80 years old. So I don't think they're so much into the newer parts. I think they really want to see the older part kept like a brewing company or have some of that background um, yeah. involved in it. So, so the knowledge of how to get around some of that stuff, um, this brewery property has been bought three times in the last 10 years and resold because the county would not allow them to do what they want to do. So now that sounds a bit scary, but on the other hand, I'm thinking right. that might be good news for you. <laughs> right. I know. And that's what some other people is like, Oh God's just saving it for you. Like, so, yeah, that, that sounds like that's right. <laughs> and not only that, it makes it worth less money. You have to pay less. Yeah. For it, don't right. You? Yeah. <laughs> that's exciting. So what, so sorry, go on. Oh, I was just saying it already one part homeless people got into and they caught it on fire. So that part's burnt now. And, I mean, so there's been a lot of, all the windows were broke out. So now they've got them all wooded over. Yeah. Um, so there has been a lot because it's set there for, I think it's set empty for at least 15 years. Yeah. Um, it may have been longer than that, but it's, it's been empty for quite a few years. Yeah. So. Sounds like, um, it's ready to be yeah <laughs> to be freshened up yeah <laughs> definitely so yeah it sounds like um it's a big project and um and what i wanted to say was that this is just one of the key things about how bright can we shine i feel really excited about this project because for me it lends itself exactly to what we're all about which is providing ways to connect people so that they can learn from each other and help each other to to achieve something that otherwise they wouldn't be able to achieve on their own and so um it's not just about if we've got members who can help you with this but but it's about have we got members who know people who can help you with this right and so and already uh, I know that one of our members is getting in touch with some potential people who might be able to um, do some helping. So, yeah, yeah. I'm just excited I to see how yeah. this comes out. Yeah. yeah that's good. <laughs> um, who's helped you most in your journey so far in working towards this goal of making a difference to people in that situation? Um. I'd probably have to, first of all, God <laughs> first. And Absolutely. then my husband and kids, honestly, um, they keep encouraging me to not give up. <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> to keep good. hoping for the big dream. Yeah. Uh, it's a family thing. They all know. Yeah. yeah. So I just keep plugging away at the small parts, but um, they're like, you know, you were made for more than this, you know. <laughs> so yeah, God gave you a dream for a reason. So he did. Anyway. He did. Yeah. And, and um, you know, I'm a firm believer that he tries you with something little. If you do quite well at that, he tries you with something a bit bigger, doesn't he? Yeah. And then eventually he goes, okay, time to go for it. <laughs> right. 
Right. Yeah. Which is a little scary. <laughs> I mean, the whole big picture is like, uh, can I really do that? <laughs> yeah. <no>. So, <laughs> and the answer is I, I, you can't do it without him. So, no, not and at all. And a lot of other be, people it? <laughs> that know a lot. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so knowing what you know now, what's the number one piece of advice that you would give to other people who are pursuing a voluntary, a big voluntary goal? Okay. So I wrote this down. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I have notes. And and so it's not, I don't know, it's not one thing. But what I said was uh, small steps count yeah. towards your goal and just start. And then find people who are behind or with you. So yeah. those three things are um, super important to, yeah, to really do anything. Particularly <laughs> like that last one. I would do, wouldn't I, because of how bright can we shine. But that idea that... We all need someone who's cheering us on, don't we? We yeah. all need someone. Yeah. You can do it. You can do it. You've got your family yeah. doing that, and that helps keep you going, doesn't it? Yeah. And, um, and I think, you know, I feel a bit like we're in a similar situation in How Bright Can We Shine. It's new. We've got a massive vision. And, yeah. you know, we, Karen and I started off by cheering each other on, and now we've got more people who are cheering us on. And yeah. So, that becomes more exciting and more believable as time goes by. So yeah, that sounds yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. So awesome. I just want to say that I'm so excited to, to see <laughs> how this moves forward. And it's just been such a joy to meet you um, and, you know, to be in touch and to uh, see how we can work together. And, yeah. so, and I want to say thank you very much for your time in this interview um it'll be interesting to hear what people have got to say about it when they hear it yes <laughs> so if anybody has got any comments if anybody can think of any ways to support sue um if you've got any experience or expertise in anything like strategic planning or project management or um getting funding applications if you live in um, Washington State, um, yeah. or you know, or if you just want to be part of a prayer group, then just make a comment below, and Sue can see those comments, and she can be in touch with you. If you want to be part of her project, that's going to be uh, up on the site in the next day or two. Sue, have you decided? Have you thought of a name for the project? Um, well, I want to have a university as part of this, the whole, um, complex. Yeah. And I was going to name it Hope University. Hope University. Yeah. So the Hope University project. Yeah. <laughs> so. Wonderful. so we'll put that into the, into the, um, projects list. We're going to get some photographs okay. and put those in. Yeah. And, um, and we're going to see what God has in store for us. So thank you yes. very much, Sue. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. It's been fun. <laughs>